1: Once upon a time, and welcome to Story Story Podcast. I am your host, Simon Brooks, and I have some stories for you. This is a podcast to hear traditional stories told by some of the best storytellers in the world. It will take you to long ago and far away, and bring you back safely. Just want to give everyone a heads up on the content. Today's story by the devil's violin is a little dark snow is melting as we get out of February here in New Hampshire. It's hiding under trees in the forest and behind stone walls. But where the sun greets the ground, the snow is leaving. It's dusk. Mo and I came out of the woods and into this open field. There were probably about half a dozen trees scattered about the field, and on the far side was an old barn. It was empty and looked like it was falling down. There was a great granite sill and steps leading from the barn door down the side. And along one side of the field was a road and a couple of homes. We started to make our way over towards the barn when I noticed that what I first thought were mounds of earth, as the ground thawed out, were in fact robins. I kid you not, hundreds of American robins... They lifted up and took to playing through the air. And Mo took after them. I mean, she didn't go flying, but she was leaping about the field. When I got to the stone steps of the barn, I sat down and called Mo over. I pulled out some snacks for both of us. It wasn't cold, but it was quite chilly. The robins slowly began to return to the ground, to seek food under the leaves and peck through the snow to find hidden squirrel treasures forgotten about by those who left the treats. I'm serious, there were hundreds of robins, and I was spellbound, as was the prince in the following story. We have a deliciously dark tale for you today, With the story and music of Devil's Violin, which is comprised of Daniel Morden, voice, with Sarah Moody on cello and Oliver Wilson-Dixon on violin. This story is a little darker than some of the stories we have, so cuddle up close.
0: Welcome to the Devil's Violin podcast featuring stories and music recorded remotely in lockdown. The stories we've chosen seem to speak in some way to the current crisis. The podcast is free, but if you wish to make a donation so we can create more, you can do so at www.thedevilsviolin.co.uk slash donate. At our website, you can also buy a download of this and many other stories. Our thanks go to the Arts Councils of Wales and England for their support with this project. Today's story is called Spellbound. birth to a son. One night, the queen dreamed. She heard a voice, and the voice told her if her son's feet touched the ground before he was twelve years old, he would be spellbound. As an infant, he was carried by his nurse. As he grew older, he drove a carriage with a servant to lift him on and off. When he grew older still, he would be lifted onto a horse. The Queen loved him so much. At night, she would go to his bedchamber and watch him sleeping. The day before the prince's twelfth birthday, the queen prepared a great feast to give thanks. She said, Tomorrow you will walk and run and play in the garden like every other child. The groom fetched the prince's horse for him to go riding. The page carried the prince out into the courtyard to lift him onto the horse's back. Now the prince has one foot in the stirrup. He waves to the queen who is watching from a window. He is laughing to think how tomorrow he will be free. The sky grows dark. There is a clap of thunder. The earth trembles. The horse rears. The page lets go. The young prince falls from the horse's back. Where has he gone? The Queen is weeping, everyone in the palace is frantic, searching, 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 all in vain. The whole country is scoured, a reward is offered for the finding of the Prince, all in vain. The bedroom was kept just as it had been when he had left it. Years passed. On the night of what would have been his 18th birthday, a servant was passing the prince's bedroom when the servant pushed open the door. No one there. Moonlight shining through the window onto the bed, but the room was full of sound. The servant fetched the queen. Next midnight they went to the room. And so it went on, night after night. Word spread the room was haunted. The queen had another dream. This time the voice said, Your son is spellbound. If the right woman, not you, stayed in that room all night it may be that she could break the spell so the queen offered 300 pieces of gold to any woman who would stay in the haunted room the whole night long times were hard many answered her call but at midnight there came such dreadful sounds they took fright and fled 300 pieces of gold weren't enough to make them stay Not far away from the palace, there lived a widow with three daughters. She owned a little mill, and by grinding corn for the neighbours, she just managed to make a living where it wasn't much of a life. Now the eldest daughter, she said to her mother, for three hundred gold pieces, I would kit a donkey's behind. I will go to the palace. Yes, said the mother, go, good luck to you. So the eldest went to the queen. She asked for food, to cook her supper dry wood to light a fire, a cooking pot, and a lantern. She promised the queen she wouldn't come out of the room until morning. Now she makes the bed, lights the fire, puts the wood in the cooking pot, the cooking pot on the fire, and waits. At midnight, when the food is ready. Who is it? Show yourself. She searches behind the curtains. No one. She gets on her hands and knees and peers under the bed. When she straightens up again, she sees a young man standing over her, his eyes wide. He is frail and pale. He looks so tired. He says, For whom? Are you cooking, she says. Me. For whom is the table spread? Me. For whom is the bed made? Me. The young man's shoulders shake. Tears run down his cheeks, he sobs. "'It is so long since I have eaten, "'so long since I have slept. "'One moment he is there, "'wretched with despair. "'Then he is gone.' The young woman ate her supper and went to bed. Next morning she told the queen what had happened. The queen said, You are not the right one. A promise is a promise. The Queen gave the young woman three hundred gold pieces. The eldest daughter went home. When the second daughter saw all that gold, she said to her mother, Me next! It all fell out just as it had done with the first. For whom are you cooking me? For whom is the table spread me? For whom is the bed made me? It is so long since I have eaten, so long since I have slept. The prince sobs, his shoulders shake, then he is gone.
1: Need a better night's sleep? Fed up with your lumpy mattress? Pea mattresses are guaranteed to help you sleep. No more horsehair or hay, no more sharp things poking through and ruining your favourite gym jams. A bed of feathers and a little light magic. They come in any colour as long as it's black. A slight scent of never ending lavender and you'll sleep forever. Pea mattresses by Western Witch Enterprises. Get yours now. Here's a shout-out to our patrons. Hello, patrons. Thank you for being here. Did you know that all patrons of the podcast have special fairy tale talents? You too could get a special fairy tale talent, like levitating or being able to put people asleep, if... You want a unique fairy tale ability? Then become a patron for as little as $4, and you'll be a patron of the arts. And what do you get for $4 a month? Well, there are some sweet perks and rewards. And your generous support allows this podcast to reach bigger audiences and grow. A big thank you to all the patrons who do help make this podcast possible. To join the story supporters and to find out what those sweet perks are, go to storystorypodcast.com. And if you want to hear us make up fairytale facts about you, receive postcards and get a thank you for an episode, then become a supporter now. It's only the cost of artisan coffee. Mo and I sat on the sun warmed stone and nibbled on what we had brought with us. Well, what I had brought with us, really. Mo usually only brings herself. There were people on the road, walking, and folks passed the field. Or if a car drove by, then the robins lit up into the skies their shadows jumping across swaths of snow, darting about all over to the barn to settle on eaves or on the branches of trees. A moment. Another moment. Shh, wait. One, two, five, nineteen. Here they come once more. They congregated around the old apple trees, the rose hips, and other fruit-bearing bushes and plants. Seeds, seeds, where are the seeds? They chat and chide and quite possibly catch up. What was Covid like for you? No idea what's Covid. Squawk, they say. I had been eating a couple of English cookies, McVitie's digestive biscuits, my favourites, and I was throwing some crumbs to the birds. I had to give Mo a piece or two, as she also loves British biscuits. Kids were brought home from the late bus, which squeaked to a halt, and the birds once more launched into the skies, whirring wings, whistles and chirps. The birds looked from the branches and waited, wondering if these children were friend or foe. Parents walked their children indoors, no doubt for hot chocolate and homework, some birds are braver than others, but I suppose that's the same no matter what the species. Those brave pioneers dropped back to the ground and started searching anew for food. Does that make them mavens? Others then began to follow. Some got close to Mo and me, but not too close. I put a leash on Mo and threw the last of the McVitties to the birds. Mo looked at me as if to say, What the heck? As we made our way back into the woods... And to the car The sun left long shadows on the ground A robin, bigger than most of the others Flew over to us and sat on Mo's head Mo's eyes grew as wide and as large I thought they were going to explode She had no idea what to do Other than stare at me The bird chirped once Then opening its beak one more time It said, thank you, thank you And flew off Mo continued to stare at me and I realised that she was worried that the bird might poop on her head so it stayed really still until it had flown away.
0: Next morning she went to the Queen and asked for her 300 gold pieces. The Queen sighed and handed them over. "'You are not the right one either.' "'The second daughter returned to her family, "'and the youngest daughter... "'I will try.' "'Yes,' said the other sisters. "'You go and get your three hundred gold pieces.' "'I want to free him.' "'What?' said the eldest sister. "'Don't be so selfish. "'As long as he is spellbound, "'there's gold to be had for the likes of us.' "'I know,' said the youngest daughter, "'that he is a prince.' But he's also a human being in torment. To be so alone? To feel so much despair that you cry every night? She went to the palace. The queen sighed, but she agreed to the things the young woman asked for. A lantern, sticks to light a fire, food for her supper and a cooking pot in the room. The youngest daughter put the pot on the fire, put the food in the pot, made the bed and waited. At midnight came the footsteps, the sighs, the groans. The girl's heart pounded but she held her nerve. In a blink, in a moment, he appeared. Sad and weary he looked. For whom are you cooking? What is mine is yours. For whom is the table laid? What is mine is yours. For whom is the bed made? What is mine is yours. Thank you from my heart before I sup, before I sleep. I must thank the others who have been kind to me. Then the youngest daughter felt a sweet soft breeze on her cheek. She smelled blossom and she saw the floor under her was gone. He was descending, slowly into darkness she followed him not walking drifting down and down it was dark down there strange. But she didn't turn back. Now she was in another world. A river flowed with liquid gold. In the distance she saw crests of golden mountains. between the river and the mountains was a meadow bright with flowers. The prince walked. She followed. He didn't turn to look at her. He didn't seem to know that she was there. Now, thank you flowers. Your beauty gave me hope when I had none. The flowers, bowed their heads. The prince walked on. Not once did he turn. He came to a forest of golden trees, birds on every branch. Thank you. Without your music I would have lost heart. As she passed through the forest behind him, She picked up a golden branch. They came to a forest of silver, animals gathered at his feet. Thank you. Without your company, I would surely have succumbed to despair. Farewell. Now she took a silver branch, back through the golden forest of birds. Farewell, across the meadow of flowers. Farewell, I will always remember your kindness. Now he rose up, into the sky. She followed him. They were back in the room. For the first time, he smiled. Now I can eat. They ate. At last, I can sleep. And he lay down on the bed and slept. Then she lay and drifted into slumber beside him. Next morning, the Queen waited impatiently for the young woman to emerge from her son's bedchamber. By midday, she could wait no longer. She made her way to the bedroom, pushed open the door and saw the young woman and another. Her son, a beautiful son, fast asleep golden branch at his head, a silver branch at his feet.
1: Thank you for listening to the Story Story Podcast. I hope you enjoy the Devil's Violin. Share the love, find their work online, and tell them that you heard them on this podcast, and now you want to hear them more. Find opportunities to connect with the magic of live storytelling, whether it's in person or virtual. There are wonderful tellers out there. Go and find your favourite tellers from Story Story Podcast and discover what they can bring to your home and ears. Did you know that you can connect with the podcast and see the fairy tale sponsor ads on Facebook or Instagram at Story Story Podcast? Uh, you can also connect with me at Simon M Brooks on Instagram. Also check out hashtag In The Woods With Mo, and I'm on Facebook and my website Simon Brooks Storyteller. Diamond Scree, yep, that's me, the English fella and storyteller. And please do let us know the favourite stories that you heard in your childhood or a story that you recently heard. Who knows, maybe you'll hear them here soon. The inspiration for the fairy tale sponsor came from today's story Spellbound. The inspiration for the true fairy tale came from outside my window. The music is by Poddington Bear. This podcast is made possible by patrons like you. Consider becoming a patron or joining the mailing list to get podcast goodies or writing a review on Apple Podcasts, which helps other story lovers find and enjoy the show. You'll hear more stories next week. But until then, live happily ever after. Mary Kate opened up the door. And there on the doorstep, wrapped in his own blanket... And to this day, Anansi spins webs so that he can catch the flea, the fly, and the moth that got away. If you go down to the lake on a clear day when the water lies as calm as a sheet of glass, you can still see the rooftops of the castle glittering in the sunlight. And if you listen really closely... You can even hear the festive music from the royal court.